Amira. Amira, I think you're next. Hi. Hi. Hey, everyone. My name is Amira Fair, and I am the host of the show, The Spill. The podcast, that is. And my show, I'm so excited for this because this has been eight months in the making, I swear. For those who know me, and for those who do not know me, I've had a radio show in the past with Nonfiction Radio, as well as with Rutgers University. I've interned at various television stations, some of your favorite shows, you probably don't know it, and worked for them as well. And this is what I love to do. Now, with The Spill, The Spill is something that is very personal for me. It is a recollection of a lot of hot topics, some that take place within our community that are so important that we kind of dust over. Some that take place within the hip-hop community that we laugh about, but we really don't dwell in and think about what's taking place or how it's affecting us. And that's where I come in. I love being the middleman and talking about topics that matter. So this show is meant to provoke thought and make you smile. And sometimes might make you cry. I don't know. Everybody's emotions are different. I'm a thug. I don't cry. But if you cry, that's cool. No judgment. I'm excited. So without further ado, there's a lot of bases I need to cover. Let's go. The first thing that came to my mind as I wanted to start this bill that actually inspired me to start this show was this whole Bill Cosby fiasco. For those who are unaware, Bill Cosby for the last couple of years has been a suspect for rape crimes. He was caught drugging women and raping them in his basement. And for the black community, this was a big slap in the face. There were so many controversies saying how, yeah, they're trying to bring another black man down and Bill didn't do this and NBC had something to do with this, which all I understand. Some I believe, some I don't. I try not to get too caught up in controversies because I like statistics and I like to think on facts, not fiction. You feel me? And one thing when I first heard about this topic that really touched my mind was, yes, we talk about women in the rape culture, not taking that away. That's a very horrible thing that happens to women every single day, but we don't ever talk about men that get raped by women. I know you're probably laughing at me right now, like what the hell did I sign up for? No, seriously, let's really think about this. In the black community, we have this thing that we typically tell our men to do, which is man up. We always tell our men, if you're feeling sad, you have emotions, blase, blase, man up. You a man, show no emotions, keep it real strong. And if someone were to do something to you, you're either supposed to hit them back. And if a woman does something to a man, it's, again, man up. She's a woman, deal with it. And that then subsequently causes a culture of men getting molested, abused, and violated against women because we kind of, as society, not going to point any direct fingers, we as society put this onto our young boys at such a young age. 
just recently I came across some statistics that touched upon the rape of men. For the End of Sexual Violence Organization, they reported that about 14% of rapes involved men or boys and that one in six reported sexual assaults against a boy and one in 25 reported sexual assaults are against a man. Crazy. Again, this is the spill. I want to make you guys think. And I'm not going to... I know you're probably wondering, like, how did Bill Cosby come in the midst of this? Because let's just keep it a buck, y'all. Let's, let's really keep it a buck. Another topic that has to do with this is that we look at our reality TV shows. And you see that there's a culture of women that are being... There are predators against men. They're not being. They are predators for men, for their money, for fame, for that five seconds of shine, whatever. So you know women, we all know them, so don't act oblivious, who go after the certain guys because, hey, he got that money. Yo, I gotta, I gotta do my thing. You gotta poke holes and condoms. And truth be told, I feel like we really have to protect our men. Like, we can't just look at them as these strong figures that don't have emotions and just think that they're okay. Nah, within their minds. And sisters, let's not be so hard on our men. Again, these are not just our play toys. Yeah, it's kind of fun getting a free meal out of a man. <laughs> I'm not against that at all. It be like that sometimes. I'm just saying, but really, ask somebody deeply how they're doing. And lastly, men, don't be afraid to express yourself to the next man. Like, if he can't handle what you're saying to him in the most objective way, then that's not your boy. Like, yeah, it's cool to play games and have fun and laugh, but really discuss shit with your peoples. Like, there has to be a sense of healing. So that was my thought on Bill Cosby. And I just wish the best for his family. The man's old, about to go to jail. I'm not going to get into logistics. Did he do it? Did he not do it? I feel like he and OJ Simpson are like the black people's unicorns. <laughs> we know what they did. We respect them and support them. But it's hard to even say it, but we love them. Whatever. That's my Bill Cosby. My next topic I want to touch on is Nicki Minaj. Now, Nicki Minaj is someone that I have such mixed feelings for. I used to be a big fan, but through time, she kind of fell off from me. Now, what caused her to fall off from me, you may ask, is her arrogance. Now, Nicki Minaj came out in a time where she was the only female rapper out. And during that moment, she could have been humble and just accepted her awards and just kept it moving and created great music. But she made it her business to make sure we knew that she was the best female out. But again, you're the only female out. And when the time came where other female rappers came into the industry and started challenging her, she then became too good of a person. In the same breath and saying, oh, I think this industry is so diluted, blah, 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 blah. Okay, Nikki. Pump the brakes, darling. For one, by you not even responding to Remy Ma's battle, to me, you diluted the industry because the people need that in hip-hop, especially coming from women. And then from two, 
every time you picked a beef with someone, it was always with someone who was irrelevant to your career. Hannah Montana, Mariah Carey. You want to pick beefs with the small people that have nothing to do with hip-hop. But when Marie Ma says something, you go quiet. So at this point, I think it was best for her to take this hiatus, but I don't know how she's going to bounce back after this whole Cardi B success. Cardi's taking over, and she knows it. And I hate to say it, but age does matter in entertainment. The older you are, who knows how long of a career you may have. But I wish her the best with this album. Not looking forward to it, though. Sorry. Last topic of the day that I want to touch on is Miss Jackson. And if you don't know my reference when I say Miss Jackson, your ass is too old to listen to my podcast. I'm talking about Janet Demita Joe Jackson. She is pop culture's queen. And this may sound a little crazy, Beehive don't come for me, but she was Beyonce before Beyonce. Just that she didn't have much of a vocal range like Beyonce, but she had the 90s buzzing, man. And just recently, Billboard Music Awards wants to honor her, giving her the Icon Award. You know what? Billboard, you're too late. You're way too late. There's so many moments where you could have gave Janet this award because she inspired Beyonce, of course. She inspired Ciara and so many other great entertainers out there. And she made a wave in the fashion world, in the music world, in the concert world, in the sex world. She even inspired little Kim, dare I say. And now you want to give her an Icon Award in 2018? If I was Janet Jackson, I would just tell Billboard Music Awards to kiss my black ass. Like, seriously, kiss my ass. It's been way too long. And my second thought with Janet Jackson, I know some of my conspiracy theorists are out there like, well, she was blackballed for the whole Super Bowl thing. Why didn't we give Justin Timberlake such a harsh punishment? Like, Justin Timberlake, don't get me wrong, I like his music. His Super Bowl performance sucked recently, but his music is somewhat good. This is where you know Justin Timberlake is actually white. Now, many people disagree, but here's my point. Justin Timberlake was a big fan of Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was his big homie, right? You perform with Janet Jackson for the Super Bowl, and you deface her boob. She's frightened, she's scared, she gets blackballed, whatever. And instead of sitting there and helping and defend her throughout this issue, your ass runs. Now, I know you're probably thinking, hey, money's involved, blah, blah, blah. Nah, fuck that. It's called integrity at the end of the day. If you know that you're underneath Michael Jackson's ass and taking every bit of what he does and incorporating it into your style, your music, your swag, and you disrespect his little sister, that's never a good look in the black culture. Never. You don't talk about no one's little sister. You damn sure don't talk about no one's mama or disrespect them in any capacity. And I feel like that's where Justin Timberlake showed us that he was a white man. To me, he could have just stood up for Janet Jackson off the strength that he loved Michael so much. But nah, he he flew. He, He disappeared. But back to Janet. 
I mean, congratulations on this Billboard Music Award, but if I was her, yet again, I would tell them, kiss my black ass. You're way too late. I don't need your Icon Award to know who the fuck I am. The end. <laughs> well, that concludes another, well, not another, the first, excuse me, the first episode of The Spill. This is kind of fun. I could get used to this. I forgot how much I like talking on the microphone. And special shout out to my best friend, Shape, the best studio photographer in New Jersey, the one who inspired me and pushed me to do this show. To my assistant, Emails, and my lovely hubby. Gotta give my special thank yous. Please stay tuned to the next podcast. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or want to troll me, it's okay. You can follow me at It's A Fair Play. Thank you. God bless. Yeah, all that good stuff. Come back and listen again.